internet. What's up? Episode 95 coming in. <laughs> Welcome to, have you had some caffeine? I've had a little caffeine, Derek. <laughs> it's like we're both double fisting coffees and energy drinks right now. So this is going to be an extra wild, although not as wild as the one where we drank the American energy drinks. Give the people what they want, Derek. They want us loud and obnoxious. I don't know anyone who has ever requested that. Why they would ever listen to this or <laughs> talk to us in real life. So what happened was, this morning we got up super early to go to a set sale. Do you want to explain what a set sale is? All right. For you plebs who don't live in uh, Hollywood North like me and Derek currently do. Well, what happens is a show will shoot and then they will buy wardrobe and props and stuff and then they'll just keep them around and after a show is either cancelled or they want to thin out just their back stock of stuff they'll have what's called a set sale where they'll go to a warehouse and they will sell all the wardrobe that they used on the show at a discount price and today was supernatural but the very popular TV show about yeah, I thought the show was done, but apparently it is. they were just thinning out the stock. No. Supernatural. Well, anyways, so I got a jacket. Derek got a jacket. I got... Yeah, Supernatural shirt. is fucking done. Oh, done as shit. Oh, wait. Ending after 15 seasons. Yeah, so it's basically done. Okay. So, anyways, we did that super early, and then we went for brunch and went for a walk. And then, am I just explaining like what we did today? The yeah. widest lives that anybody's ever lived. Well, what do you? What do you? So we so we wake up early to go buy wardrobe that was possibly worn by famous actors. Hopefully, then we went to the Quay for to be trendy, and then to get brunch, which is just a trendy, I guess, activity in and of itself. It's pronounced key. Isn't it? I've been pronouncing it that way my entire life. Yeah, it's supposed to be, but it's spelt quay. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I. it's one of those words that you read and then you pronounce and then someone's like, that's not how you pronounce it. And you're like, well, that's how it's spelt. And I've been pronouncing it that way for so long. Anyways, so then we did the Qu- Coquitlam Crunch. Which is? This is the whitest day. Yeah. You need to spice it up, urbanize it a little. Well, we're in a city center, so technically we are urban. Technically, (laughs) if you are within the city limits, you are in an urban area. Are what? What do you wanna? What do you mean, like urban it up? Do you mean like what Disney just did? Yeah, almost exactly like that. <laughs> what what did they do? Nice segue. Wait, we fucking we haven't even introduced the podcast oh, yet. Oh, my segue! Wasted. Uh, so, anyways, let me finish. Finish your white white. People day are like, story. what happened after the so Coquitlam Crunch is basically under the power lines. They like in the Greenway. They built a little hike, and it's uphill for what two point two five kilometers, something like that. With um. Uh, altitude gain of I think 240 feet or meters so it's like a thousand feet and then you just well Derek ran up it because he's a fucking monster so and I walked up it and then that made us more tired so all this added up was just me being too tired so I over corrected and made coffee so we've got coffee that's super strong energy drinks and then I just did a vape rip, and it fucking shot pure nicotine oil all over my lips. So that's probably going to affect my ability to talk rationally. There. You got a little less white with that. Yeah. Vape rips are probably also. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. They're making inroads amongst the ethnic communities, Dale. I don't want to sound like I'm out of touch, but I don't think you're going to see too many rap stars blasting some jewels. There's got to be. Are you Googling rappers who jewel? That's exactly what. All right. Are there any? There's probably like some mumble rappers for sure. Who's that? That guy looks like a rapper. He is a rapper. He's holding a jewel. He's, he is holding a jewel. He's not famous, though. He only has one face tattoo. He's, like, just starting. 
He has like one face tattoo and two gold chains. That's how you know he's like still on SoundCloud. <laughs> Whatever. SoundCloud rappers are still rappers, Dale. Yeah. They Just s- like SoundCloud podcasters are still podcasters. Yeah. Like Post Malone, nobody cared until his whole face was covered. And then that Tech 6 9 is that his name? What? Yeah. He Wait. got his full face tattooed. And is it? Went to jail for the rest of his life because he was involved in murder. 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 But, uh, yeah, so. I don't think that's true. Yeah, he's in jail forever because he murdered somebody. Well, I don't know. Not Tech 9. Murder. Not Tech 9. Tech 6 9 or whatever. Just 6 9. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's like. Did I say Tech 6 9? Oh, it's an ongoing criminal case. Did I just make up a rapper? Like yeah, you you were like hybrid, a hybrid, a hybrid rap, which is probably also so. In addition to all that white shit you just said you did today, <laughs> you just outwhited yourself by <laughs> getting two rappers mixed up and not even noticing it. it tech six nine youths. Um, tech nine went to jail too for gunplay, didn't he? Wait, six nine was denied bail. Six nine would, would have to admit his guilt. And testify against his co-defendants in exchange for no prosecution and jail time. Oh, so he's avoiding prison. Oh, he's just going to get murdered because he put gang members in jail. Yeah. Snitches get stitches. It doesn't even matter if you're a super famous rapper, mumble rapper. I mean, he will almost definitely get shot to death uh, under mysterious circumstances. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at people... Uh, look at people. Look at well, we look at things that uh, people got upset about. Yeah, there's still people involved. Well, one of the things people are upset about is looking at a specific person. So I guess you could say looking at people in a roundabout way is what we're talking about right now. Yeah, we're we're talking about looking at people, looking at people, and getting upset about the people they're looking at. And also, I'm your co-host Derek Bolin. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuiter. Do you want to just, like, flash back to that segue? And oh, yeah. You just want you to know, You know who else urbanized <laughs> it a bit? <laughs> a, little, a little company we both know. Uh, Disney? Disney. In their constant stream of remakes, did they, like... You know what Disney seems like right now? You know when bands sign a terrible record label company contract where they have to release, like... That's some strong coffee. Jesus eh? Christ. How much did you put in here? I don't know. Whoa. I got like immediate heart palpitations. (laughs) Nice work. Multiple bathroom breaks. Episode's going to be lit. Yeah. So it seems like Disney's doing that thing where like when performing artists get like a shitty record contract where they have to make seven albums. So they just throw out like live albums, a bootleg, a cover album, a best of, a best of, and then just like their B sides and then some studio tapes. They'll be like, well, there's seven albums. Like that's what it seems like they're doing because they are, they just did Aladdin just came out. Lion King's coming out within weeks. Dumbo was before Aladdin, right? Mm, Yeah. So, they're just basically remaking all their cartoons, but it makes sense to remake your cartoons to keep the licensing or whatever, because if you don't use characters every certain amount of years, you run the chance of losing the licensing to those characters. So, like, if they didn't make an Aladdin movie in, I, can't, I don't know what the exact number is, but if they didn't make an Aladdin movie in a certain amount of years, they would lose the rights to the genie character. So somebody else can make a movie with the genie character. Well, so what they always used to do was yeah. they would take the movie. Yeah. They do a theatrical release yeah. of the animated film. Mm-hmm. They do like a DVD or VHS release. Yeah. And then they pull it and put it away in the vault for like seven years or whatever. Yeah. And then they trot it out again and do like another theatrical run. But they didn't bother remaking the movie. Yeah, but I think that counted for the keeping the release because they would always do like an anniversary edition. So I think somehow that was a loophole to keep the franchising rights and stuff to those characters. So if if that's what they're doing, that makes sense. But it doesn't make sense that they would make them all back to back to back to back to back. Like 
they're gonna, I don't know, like, you figure they would wait, like, at least a year or two in between each one, otherwise they're gonna get, like, live-action remake fatigue. Well, so you look, they also have, uh, uh, well, Frozen 2, which is a sequel coming out, Mm -hmm. uh, they have the live-action, uh, Milan. Oh, really? Which is coming out in 2020. Oh, my God. Do you think McDonald's is going to do Mandarin Orange Milkshakes again? Or that fucking... What is the dumb sauce that got popular because of Rick and Morty when they were like... We talked about it on this podcast. Yeah, the we sesh, did. It's Szechuan just, sauce. Yeah, Szechuan sauce. It's it's nothing compared to the fucking Mandarin Orange Milkshake. Uh, what else am I looking at here? Was uh, our childhood better than childhoods are right now? Because whenever there was a big movie release... There was always, like, a corresponding McDonald's food. Like, Mulan had the Szechuan sauce and the Mandarin Orange milkshakes. Flintstones had the McRib sandwich. What did Batman have? Batman had something, but I can't remember what it was. Was it just they retrotted out the McRib sandwich? What, for Batman? Yeah. At McDonald's. How would you tie in a McRib with Batman? I don't know. They called it something else. They called it Two Face skin or something. I don't know, but I feel <laughs> like you think it's a rib, but it's actually not. I, yeah, but like the McRib when they invented the McRib to go along with the Flintstones, that was amazing. Oh, they're doing a live action Pinocchio as well. Ugh, Pinocchio's like my least favorite Disney movie. That's all right. Uh, but yeah, I think Disney is fucking genius for this because they basically filled their entire release schedule between. Now and like some ridiculous like 2023 mm-hmm. and they've done it with like I think there's only like two or three original scripts in the whole fucking batch of them and yeah. the rest are just like so they're rolling out movies like Aladdin which like people our age are absolutely going to go see yeah and they're updating it so it's not like you're not taking your kid to see a shitty old cartoon that they're going to look at and be like I watch better shit than this on YouTube all the time yeah they're updating it Granted, with you know Will Smith, who what are you not, saying? Not a popular genie, apparently. No, he wasn't. But I think he was better. <laughs> Come on, better than Robin Williams? Well, what are they gonna do? Get Robin Williams's corpse and weaken to Bernie's him? You can do it if we can do. If we can get fucking, there has to be enough recorded footage of Robin Williams talking throughout the world yeah. that you could train a computer algorithm to just, like, simulate his voice and say all the lines. They could have just used a deep fake, like that new video, where they do exactly that. Yeah. Like, there's definitely enough. But, I mean, they could have just CGI'd Robin Williams, too. Yeah. But, I don't know. Why? Uh, the technology's there. Why'd you have to ruin it by giving it to Will Smith? Didn't ruin and don't get me wrong. I like Will Smith. I love Will Smith. Like, up to uh, Wild Wild West was probably the last good. What? Or no. Um, no. Uh, I Am Legend was probably the last good movie he was in. No. No. What was that one that just came out that I liked that you hated? Bright? Yeah, that was great. Nah. Dude, like, bitter, angry, doesn't get good roles anymore, Will Smith is awesome. Nah. Like, him as Deathshot in Suicide Squad. Like, Suicide Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad movie sucked, but Will Smith in the Suicide Squad movie was great. And he only had a marginal role in After Earth, the vehicle that was supposedly trying to launch Jane Smith's career. His role in that was good. He was just like a bitter old dad who didn't appreciate his son enough. He was good in that. What else has he been in? Uh, since 2015... Uh, started opposite Margot Robbie in the romance drama Focus. Uh, Did not see that. Um, Ridley Scott produced sports drama Concussion. Did not see that. Uh, Suicide Squad. Already covered. Wait, are they making another Independence Day? God damn. They just made one. Oh, Resurgence. Came out in 2016. What? Yeah. <laughs> Was it good? Will Smith wasn't in it, so no, okay. it was not good. Well, apparently he chose Suicide Squad over that. Yeah, and now he walked off Suicide Squad, so he's not going to be in the second one. Uh, Bright, the genie, what did he do before this? After Earth? Yeah, that was the one with uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. And Jaden Smith. Um, Men in Black 3? 
Men in Black 3 was good. And he's not in the new Men in Black at all, is he? No, neither is Tommy Lee Jones. It's Thor and the Valkyrie that was in the movie. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness. And then, yeah. Uh, oh, Hancock. Hancock was great. And then... Uh, I loved Hancock. I Am Legend, which I will maintain is the last good movie Will Smith started. You didn't like Hancock? I haven't seen it. What? Because it was like, I Am Legend, which was fucking dope. Yeah. And then... It was like Pursuit of Happiness or The Legend of Bagger Vance or something fucking stupid. And that Pursuit was just of like, Happiness. It was just like, like, Will Smith is done. Almost ruined his career for Will, me. Will Smith is over. You watch Hancock. You'll like it. Will Smith is in like Twilight of his career, Will Smith, where he just takes like rom-com, like soft-ass rom-com roles. No, now he's at that point of his career where he knows he's not going to get the roles he wants. So he's all bitter and he plays... Like the bitter characters, which is good, dude. You got to see Hancock. It's great. Hancock is one of the best non-major superhero movies. Anyway, Disney is uh, <laughs> rolling out remakes of everything, and along with those remakes are coming some. Uh, well, I I'd say controversial casting decisions, but they're not actually controversial to like people with a fucking brain. I don't know. Uh, this week they announced that uh, in the live action remake of The Little Mermaid, which is coming up, yeah, uh, Ariel, The yeah. Little Mermaid, yeah, the the titular role of Ariel, The Little Mermaid. Don't say titular. <laughs> and The Little Mermaid <laughs> makes it sound will be. Yeah, like, it was, was okay that was intentional. when we were the age of the first one coming out and you kind of had either, you kind of had a crush on Ariel and then Ursula came on and you're like, you know, I don't know, she's got tentacles, maybe I'd let her hold me down. And that was your gateway into hentai porn <laughs> and you started Googling. Yeah, you ten- could say that. Tentacle porn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ariel's going to be black. Yeah. People are mad. So they cast... Oh, I should look up her actual name. Hallie Bailey. Hale Bailey. Is it Hallie or is it Hale? I'm I'm assuming it's Hallie. Hale. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Which, no relation to Hallie Berry, and I hope this doesn't sound racist, they, they look... They look similar. Are we allowed to say light-skinned black person? Is that something as white males were allowed to say? Because apparently... We cannot say that. African-American actors pointed out all the time. They can do it. Okay. We cannot because to us... What's lighter skin than two guys who ate brunch and took a little (laughs) jaunt in the mountains? Very good point. Nothing. So, you told me this... And I don't give a fuck if she's black, whatever. It's like it's to me. It's just the only annoying thing about it is it's like an obvious ploy for Disney to be like, look how progressive we are and up to date with the issues that are plaguing modern society. My only problem is this is fantasy and sci fi have this thing where there's a dispension of belief. Is it dispension? Suspect. Suspect. Where you have to like. Suspend. Forget enough of actual physics and scientific facts to accept what's going on as reality. Like you can you can accept that there's mermaids and then you'll accept then you can just like suspend the disbelief that mermaids don't exist or whatever. But for me. I don't know why, but it was the first thing I thought of that if you had a mermaid under the water, the reason that they would be pale skinned, I'm not even going to say white, like they could be, they would probably end up being like the same color as her tail. So like a light green color, the reason that they would be light skinned and not dark skinned is because their skin wouldn't have a lot of pigment in it because under the water, not a lot of like light from the sun would get through. So their skin would have to allow more bite, like more light to go through the pigmentation of their skin so that they would have to have less exposure to direct sunlight to get enough vitamin D to live. That's why people who live in climates like Vancouver and 
Ireland and Scotland where it's overcast and there's not a lot of sun. That's why they're pale skin because their skin has to let more sunlight through as opposed to someone who comes from Kenya. They get sun beating down on them all the time. So they have the pigment that bounces off a lot of the UV radiation because they don't need as much vitamin D per time because they get so much more sun literally no one is getting upset because of that reason i'm getting upset <laughs> like, literally because of that reason nobody cares no i was just pointing out that is the one and only reason that's not, a, that's not even a reason that's the only thing you could be mad at them casting an african-american actress in this role is because it ruins your dispension of belief by pushing it too hard because a mermaid would be light-skinned just to get more sun. Like, I personally, I don't even understand why people care about this. Like, Ooh, oh, I'm gonna, like I get if you're racist. Well, that's, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the people who do care about this yeah. are... The people who are mad about it yeah. are racist. Mm -hmm. And the people who are excited about it... Are racist. No, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Why, I'm, why would they be racist? Well, I don't know, because they <laughs> like African-American people more than white people. No, it's okay. So there's people who are, like, really, really enthusiastic about it. And those people are either, like, I don't know. Whenever I see, like, white people getting excited about shit like that. You can say virtue signaling. We're not past We're that. Not, we can't say that, though, why anymore. Why can't we say that? Because it's, like, this term that's associated with people on the Joe right. Rogan. Who the people on the right? Joe Rogan isn't on the right. People, I we're, we're agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> well, um, who use it as like this, uh, you know, derogatory term for people on the left who actually care about shit. But I will maintain there are a lot of people on the left who don't really care about shit. They just want want people to believe yeah. that they care about shit. That's why it's the perfect term. It's like. There's people who are like, this is so good. Like, they don't care whether Ariel's black or white. They're just saying they care because they want people to know that they're okay with Ariel being black. Yeah. Which the correct response is, it's a character in a Disney movie. Yeah. Like, cool, but do we have more important shit to care about? I mean, it is good in that... Um, like uh, black people have been historically underrepresented, definitely fucking Disney films. Yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. So it, this will be good for um, for African American kids for sure be, to be able to see like a relatable uh, character. But like a lot of people, I don't know if it's a lot of people. So there was also this "Not My Ariel" hashtag trending on Twitter. Yeah, well, there's there's obviously the people who it's not that she's black. It's just that she doesn't look like the Ariel from their childhood. So they somehow feel like their nostalgic love for the original Little Mermaid is somehow going to be ruined. No, it's not she's black. Even like I had a nostalgic love for the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Hottest Disney princess of all time. She legal in that? <laughs> she's. I think she's sixteen. No, that's not legal. Well, <laughs> you were younger than sixteen when you watched this. Yeah, you probably shouldn't continue to say that she's the hottest Disney princess. Was of all time. the hottest Disney princess of all time? <laughs> yeah, but as someone pointed out, they all pretty much once this came out, once uh, the Little Mermaid came out in nineteen eighty nine. It was the first time they, they had, like, the big-eyed cartoon Disney pr princess. And all the Disney princesses after that kind of sort of looked exactly like Ariel did with the big eyes and the small no button nose. Also. Yeah. Do you remember the dick on the Little Mermaid cover? Yes, I do. Remember when we lived together in Edmonton? And we found that huge framed <laughs> Little poster? Mermaid poster? Yeah, and it had a penis And on it had, uh, yeah, back if, uh, Google it if you haven't heard about this. But yeah. uh, there's there's a lot um, of uh, internet detectives who have discovered that there are real and imagined uh, sexual references throughout a number of early Disney films. Yeah. Well, are these early anymore? Early-ish, Yeah. 
Yeah, so what we're talking about is... This movie's fucking 20 years old. 30 years old. Oh, man, where does time go? So, when this movie came out... Fuck. The cover art of the movie had Ariel, like, she's either, like, swimming or, like, breaching on a rock or something. And in the background is the mermaid castle. And one of the spires of the castle... We're just going to say it's intentional because there's no way this happens out by accident. It looks exactly like an upright penis. Like it even has a head. It has a, yeah. Well, I guess, do we have to, in this day and age, now when we say something looks like a penis, do we have to say it looks like a circumcised penis? Why? Because now that circumcision is... On is waning and there's more and more people with uncircumcised dicks. I mean, it still looks like a, even if you have an uncircumcised, it looks like an erect dick, which mm-hmm. they all look the same. No, sometimes the turtleneck doesn't come past the head. What? If you have an uncircumcised penis, sometimes the skin never leaves the helmet. Sometimes it's always just up around the jawline of the turtleneck. Uh, no, that can't be right. Is yeah. that true? Have you never seen a porn? With an uncircumcised dick? I actually don't think I've ever seen a porn with an uncircumcised dick. There's a reason. No, sorry. <laughs> I, I Apologies to our uncircumcised yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want anybody to think we're fucking anteater haters over here. I was actually going to say, do you think... Does it actually never... It does? Sometimes. I guess maybe only if you... I've seen a lot of dicks. <laughs> no, but I think it's only sometimes... <laughs> Like, because there's for sure some people who have more foreskin than others, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but think for, because, okay, like, I'm thinking logistically. Yeah. So your dick probably grows, like, what, three, four inches in length when you're fully erect. Sure. Possibly more. So yes, for, more. So for the skin. Way more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for the skin to not fully extend yeah. back over the head of your dick. Yeah. You would have to have an extra four to five inches of no, skin. because it would look like a windsock. It, would just <laughs> it like does it. look like a windsock. No, you got to think about it in a ratio. Like all the growth doesn't come straight at the end. Like the growth spreads through the whole shaft. So instead of needing like yeah, but you measure inches, you measure from the end because the end. And yeah, but as it grows, the skin gets tighter along the whole thing. Yeah, but so you're measuring. So if your dick is here, but it's flat. <laughs> <laughs> is this what we should be talking about when we're talking about Disney movies? <laughs> this is a tangent for the ages, man. Um, so, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we can we can bring it back. Guess we better rate this one E <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, racist. If you're mad about the aerial thing, you're probably a racist. And the same people trot out the same bullshit all the time. And they're like, oh, my my childhood. This isn't the Little Mermaid that I remember. It's like you don't fucking give a fuck. Like they've changed the recipe for whatever fucking shitty cereals you ate as a kid, too. You yeah. didn't get mad about that. But if they turned the Lucky Charms leprechaun black, look out, man. People yeah. are going to lose their fucking minds. The bottom line is grow the fuck up. That would I actually think, probably offend both. I think the Irish people who hate this are also the people who hated the Chinese character from Star Wars. And or the like women that. characters in Star Wars. Or oh, the fact yeah. that uh, there were people who got mad that, uh, what's his name, Finn was a black guy. Or yeah. that, like, fucking fuck off. Yeah. Go, you're a fucking racist. But I will say that the left, so there was this dumb not my aerial hashtag trending on Twitter and you go and look at it, and it's all people on the left being like, oh, look how dumb this hashtag is. Like, you're amplifying this yeah. racist message. And it's the same thing. What did I just look at? Oh, the boycott Starbucks, which yeah. we'll talk about later in the episode. But there's a boycott Starbucks hashtag trending on Twitter right now. Yeah. And if you don't click that hashtag, you just assume that there's a lot of people mad at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And you click the hashtag and you read. And it's all people at the left being like, oh, thanks for boycotting Starbucks, stupid right wing. It's like you stop fucking talking about the shit like, yeah. and amplifying these garbage messages, you morons. Yeah, because then it's going to be like all these right wing people are just going to see that the left people are pointing out that all. Yeah, it's just this like annoying, vicious circle. And that's usually How the way these hashtags work, because it's like like we saw one. 
oh, it's like 50 episodes ago it was something about women and we're like oh my god this hashtag is trending all these people hate it and it turned out that it wasn't it was all just people pointing out that the people who hate it are dumb and so like nobody had said it was dumb and then everybody was pointing out yeah it's just it's ridiculous. Uh, one other thing that Disney did uh, that was pretty woke this week, they removed a deleted scene from Toy Story 2. Or removed a deleted scene. It was like, you know how they did the... I don't know if they did it for all of them, but they did uh, the out outtakes at the end of the movie. Yeah. Where, like, back in the 90s and early 2000s, that was kind of the trend. Like, as the credits rolled, you'd put outtakes. Oh, to, yeah. Like, and... Toy Story cleverly did it with their animated characters, so they animated a bunch of outtakes, but there was one where uh, the prospector, uh, who I think was the villain in Toy Story 2, I want yeah, to say, I think so, yeah. um, was doing like a casting couch scene with uh, the Barbie twins, and like, it's kind of... <laughs> It was pretty risque for the tell. Like, I totally forgot that scene was in there. Yeah. Uh, and so they just, like, quietly removed it from future releases. Attempted to quietly remove it, but, of course, people lost their fucking shit. Trotting out the same, you're fucking with my childhood uh, mentality. And, uh, like, I think it's okay to remove that scene because that scene isn't like, oh, look, like, a, uh, a film director... Uh, sexually harassing <laughs> women yeah. or like trying to manipulate women into having sex with him with the promise of a role in a movie is not something we should laugh at children. So we're going to take this scene out. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people were like, Oh, you fucked up my childhood. It's like, dude, it was an outtake from the credits in a movie that you probably haven't watched in like a decade. Like you don't actually care about that. Yeah, it went, and in their defense, it went from being, like, a vague joke that people, like, made their, like, People used oh, to make I'm, casting couch jokes. I'm so. a producer in a movie. Do you want to be in my movie? And then the whole, like, and then that became casting well, couch porn and Weinstein pretty much ruined any hope of actually doing that joke ever again. I mean, so I will say it probably, looking back, shouldn't have been a joke in the first place because I think that joke was based on the premise of, like, it did happen all the fucking time. Yeah. Like, you would have these, uh, yeah, sleazy-ass producers who would find uh, women who had moved to Hollywood to get a big break. And, like, I don't think... I do not think Harvey Weinstein was the only guy in Hollywood who did that kind of shit. Oh, no. Like, at all. There's a reason it's a cliche joke as far back as, like, the 70s and 80s. Like, that shit was happening. It was basically people making fun of dudes trying to use underhanded manipulation to get laid. Yeah. And as we've all found out through Me Too is it's just a bigger, uglier world when it comes to that sort of thing than we thought. Like, we all kind of knew, but we just, I guess we just didn't want to admit to ourselves. And then we kind of were forced to admit to ourselves and we're like, oh, fuck. Oh, if you give any man a position of power, he will turn around and use that power to try and manipulate someone into having sex with him. Yeah. Which is why I'm grateful I've never been remotely powerful at all. (laughs) There's reasons why every big company now has all these very specifically worded HR laws about sleeping with your underlings. And it's it's not because they're preemptively trying to stop something. It's because dudes kept fucking their secretaries and their underlings and caused so much fucking legal trouble and drama in the workplace that they had to make rules against it from happening ever again. Uh, so in conclusion, I will say kudos to Disney for doing this shit. Keeping, I mean, I don't think Disney's worried about like even if like every dumb idiot racist is like, oh, we're gonna go see the Little Mermaid. It's still gonna make like a zillion dollars as long as they don't cast Will Smith as like King Triton or whatever. It's still gonna make a zillion dollars. No, Aladdin's not gonna make a zillion dollars. People are watching it, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I think people just aren't gonna like. It's gonna be like. The Han Solo movie, like they released a Star Wars movie every year and then people were just like, I'm going to skip this one. I don't want to see it. So they're going to be releasing. This is like the fatigue I was talking about. Oh, yeah. like, 900 million. They released Cuts, all these. Yeah. They released all these live action remakes and eventually people are just going to be like, yeah, I'll wait. I'll watch it in a couple of years when I'm bored and it's on Netflix or something. So they're not going to go spend their money. 
And then Disney's going to be like, oh, fuck, maybe we should stop making a remake every six months. Yeah, but by then, Disney will also have their own streaming service. So even if you wait to oh, that's see it at why. home, you're going to be paying Disney to see the movie. <laughs> that, that so makes either way. Sense. That's why they're doing all this, so that they have them all ready for when their streaming, they push their streaming service launch. When's that supposed to launch? The oh, actually, no. 2021? Uh Disney streaming service, not Googling this, just uh, accessing the database in my brain. Yeah, the the keys are just... November 12th of this year. Oh, really? Disney Plus. Huh. Neat. Cool. Awesome. Uh, I think I had another point about something, but it's gone. Was, so. it, was it Disney related? It, uh, pro- probably, maybe. So, oh, I was going to say, uh, if you're a casting director for the Little Maid, uh, Little, Maid. Little, Little, Maid, Little Mermaid uh, live action remake, you absolutely have to cast uh, Lizzo as Ursula because that would be fucking amazing. Who's Lizzo? Lizzo. Who's Lizzo? The singer? What? What? Who's Lizzo? She's like an like an R&B singer. Do you not know who Lizzo no, is? No, I do not know who uh-huh. Lizzo is. Do not cast Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, Queen Latifah, lay up. What? Queen Latifah's like a thousand years old. So is Ursula. Lizzo is like a young Queen Latifah. Who is Lizzo? Do you not know who Lizzo is? How would I know who Lizzo is? Right. Why are you talking about Right. Like, you just I, had the whitest day alive. You like the only reason I know who Lizzo is because Kate told me about her. Oh, but I'm like I'm hip now. Okay, I'm well R&B. apparently that would be the perfect person because she's an R&B singer, right? Yes. And this Haley ba- Bailey chick is an R&B singer too. Yes. So they would both be R&B singers. So that'd be the perfect villain. Is there a? I'm trying to recall. Are there any scenes in The Little Mermaid where they do like a sing-off against each other or like even collaborate on a song? I imagine there would have to be because Ursula wants her voice. So right. She gets her voice. That's a major plot point. Let's, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> As I stumble <laughs> through this movie I haven't watched in over 25 years, I think what happens, I'm pretty sure she sings one song because I remember her like her tentacles moving around and their eels like going around her in, like, this choreography dance. Oh, Poor Unfortunate Souls. Yeah, that's a dope song. Yeah, there you go. Oh, but she's all, like, cigarette voicey and stuff. Yeah. So is that Lizzo? Lizzo, chick? 100%. That is such a terrible name for a singer. You're a terrible name for a singer. Lizzo? That is very unflattering. You're unflattering. Like Dale's an awful name for a singer. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a singer named Dale? No. I'm da- what, Daler? The yeah. <laughs> King of Bangra. Please. Um, yeah. All right, we're 40 minutes. We're going to take a quick break. Tired of the bullshit. Gone, dust your shoulders off. Keep it moving. Yes, Lord. Trying to get some new shit in there. Swimwear going to the pool sheet. Come now, come dry your eyes. You know you a star. You can touch the sky. And we're back. Hey, I listened to Lizzo. Yeah, she should be Ursula. Thank you, Dale. Thank she you. She is... What's the nice way to say that her profile would fit the way that the old cartoon was drawn? She's thick. Is there any way... Two, whoa, 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 d- I don't d- think d- white... Two Cs. Two Cs. Are we allowed to say that? Double C. Yeah, the thick wife guy said it. He's white. Uh... Come on, I model everything I do after that guy. So, you know, clearly great, great role model. The guy we ragged on for pretty much an entire episode. Yeah, and then did we ever do the follow-up where he talked about how he he did another post about how he, like, shot his seed into his wife or something like a pregnancy announcement, but, like, said it in the most, like, obnoxious fucking way. I... Uh, I don't think we did, but yeah, that's I don't a, think we that's should happen because even though we were talking about what happens to your foreskin after you get an erection, it still doesn't five minutes, make sense to me. After we were talking about that, what you just said about this guy talking about how he shot his seed into his overweight wife, I was just like thick. I was like, that's also. I want to clarify: his wife is not overweight. No, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean that like we think she's overweight it's just that 
he said she was overweight, but he still loves her, so he's a good person. If you don't know what we're talking about, you have to look it up because it's pretty much Same. Sorry. just pro- proving that he's the worst person alive. Uh, he called her a sacred vessel carrying his seed, <laughs> which we all know that's the role of a woman to be a seed vessel for a dude, especially. I mean. After we beca- after we start our cult called the Lost Boys, and we Lost imp- Boys after we impregnate all the females, that's probably exactly what we would say. Yeah, I think we should actually work that into the orientation package. Yeah. It's like you are no longer a human being, but a sacred vessel for Dale and I's seed. And we'll have to point out that we do not choose based on race. We will allow any woman to be our or sacred man. vessel. We don't. Let me stop you right there. Well, we don't want to. Not homophobic. I'm just saying dudes can't get pregnant. No, but they sure. If we're in the cult, we'll blast these dudes full of our sacred seed. Yeah, but they're not going to be a vessel. They're just. Well, I guess they'd be a vessel. You'd be a vessel. Like they'd be a vessel like a cup and not. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, like if I put my seed into a literal cup, that that cup is now a seed vessel. Yeah, but you you are correct in that the designation would be. A seed incubator yeah. would take that seed and grow it into a beautiful future cult member. Let me ask you a question. Uh, sure. If I say my wife is a sacred incubator for my seed, is that bad? No, that sounds... <laughs> okay. I mean, you put sacred on there, which yeah. means that obviously she's very important. Yeah. I don't know why, but that sounded a little bit Mormony to me. Oh, when I would not be surprised to hear that is a direct excerpt yeah. from the Book of Mormon. But as we all know, Mormons have very progressive views towards women and breeding and marriage. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as you know. have a lot. Um, <laughs> I just had a train of thought. Oh, I was going to say, do you think we have any Mormon listeners? No, no. My favorite thing. Almost definitely no. I Actually, I probably brought up Mormonism because it was fresh on my mind. Because I made an offhand joke about John. Was it John Smith or Joseph Smith? Uh, oh, I think you were right. It is Joseph Smith. Yeah, because I made an offhand comment about Joseph Smith only being the only only being the or being the only person able to see the magical tablets that he found buried in the woods. And my girlfriend had no idea what I was talking about. So I had to just roughly glaze over the whole way that the Book of Mormon was written. The, like, tack-on book in the Bible. We've talked about this before, right? Yes. Like, I think our audience would know. Like, we don't have to go through The that. origins of the book. No, they did a... They probably learned about it from the South Park episodes. Yeah, the new time. thing I found out was that he said that they thought that the indigenous people around Joseph Smith were directly... Um, direct descendants of the people of Israel so that they came over and like brought the secret word of Jesus with them and that's how these tablets ended up. buried it in the desert of Utah? Yeah, in the new... Wasn't it New England? I think Mormons are based in Utah but I thought he found the tablets in the forest in New England. Joseph Smith found the golden plates in Manchester, New York. Manchester! Not that one. Manchester! <laughs> um, Dude, this coffee makes me think I'm going to spontaneously shit my pants every time I take a sip. My That's brain strong it is. is sweating right now. <laughs> Like, I could feel liquid, not coming out of my, like, temple and my hair follicles, but, like, in between my brain and my skull. There's sweat from this coffee being that strong. Hey, speaking of sweating from coffee, I don't know. That wasn't our best segue. Do you want to do the Starbucks thing? Yeah, I do. Because we mentioned it before. So what happened was, in Tempe, Arizona, on July 4th, the day of, I don't know, like Independence Day for the U.S., there was... Happy Independence Day to our American listeners, uh, strong, strong, free, and brave, or whatever. Oh, yeah. You're, this is the first episode after July 4th, so Correct. you guys are way better at fireworks than us, I'm just going to say. Better at fireworks, better at fast food, better at firearms, uh, better at being pretty. Hi, Kate. 
I'm going to say uh, something completely controversial. Their national anthem kicks the shit out of ours. Uh, our, yeah. Ours sounds like it was written for a tuba. Yeah, but it also sounds like an actual, like, it has the structure of a song, whereas theirs is just, like, very... Dude, they scream the rocket's red flare, and it's all boisterous, and it's talking about missiles and all this fucking shit, and then ours is, like, we're all butthurt because they changed it from sons to everyone. To, yeah. Uh, okay, better national anthem. Uh, what else? That's it. I probably won't. Well, stronger economy. Um, their local police departments have tanks and ours don't. And that's, that's true. Fucking dope. They are much better at the militarization of police. Yeah. And just like the militarization of everything. Yeah. And feeding tons of taxpayer money to military contractors to give tanks to police and also tanks to uh, countries overseas that they then blow the shit out of. Yeah. Uh, they're probably be- they're better at shooting guns because they just have more. Yeah. And they have more types that they're allowed to shoot. Yeah. Like here, it's like if you want more than like a bolt action rifle or an old timey shotgun, you have to like, I don't know, go on a secret government license or something. I don't know how guns work. Uh, I just know it's pretty much impossible to get anything more than like a- a semi-automatic here. Uh, they're better at forcing women to return to work immediately after having uh, bursting forth a child from the sacred well, that's, incubator. That's the thing is their whole uh, workforce doesn't have the same. Like our workforce has all these labor laws that were pretty much like basically in BC. I'm just going to say for BC because that's where we are. Our labor laws that are enforced by the government are pretty close to union standards, whereas we have all these rights. You're not allowed to be fired within, or you're allowed, you get three months probation, and then after that three months, if they want to fire you, they have to have due cause. Or pay severance. Yeah. So it's nice because the labor laws in Canada exist to defend the worker. Yeah. Whereas labor laws in the U.S. exist to defend the employer. Yeah. And the only reason I'm pointing this out is it's not because I think that's good or okay. I'm saying that I think it's both good and okay. Yeah. It's shitty that they don't have maternity leave for their women, but that's not the only problem with their labor standards. They basically don't have enough rights for their workers. Yeah. It's like general. Yeah. The laws exist to protect the people who already have the power. It's fucking crazy. Like most employment in the States is called what's, uh, what's referred to as at will employment, which basically means that they can fucking fire you whenever they want for any reason or no reason at all. And you don't get shit. That's fucked up. Like that, that's his actual (laughs) labor law. And it's insane to me. Like you, when you told me that like a year ago, I had, heart palpitations because I think because like as a welder I get laid off all the time because people will overhire for a project then they'll finish the project and then before your three months are done you get laid off or whatever so they don't but but you get like like the way it works here is after three months you get benefits usually and then if they want to get rid of you like lay you off without you basically being a fucktard they have to give you all the severance. Whereas in the States, they're like, they could just show, you could be there for like 10 years and they'll be like, all right, see ya. Yeah. Like, and then they don't. So also in Canada, if you are laid off, we have like employment insurance, which yeah. you can apply for and the government will give, give you like a shitty little paycheck in the States. Not only can you just get fucking let go from your job any fucking time your employer wants to let you go. It's, you don't have like a social safety net to fall back on. Because all of your taxpayer money goes to military contractors so that cops can have tanks. Like, do workers in the States just wake up and breathe into a bag for five minutes and be like, this could be my last day. I could get fired today. Holy fuck. Then I'm fucked. I mean, holy shit. You got to think, right? I mean, if I was a responsible person with my money. I would be okay with some of the way they have it because they don't have EI there, but they also don't have to pay into EI. Like the way our unemployment works is you pay every check, you pay a certain amount into your unemployment insurance, and then you can go cash that in. But in the States, they don't have the employment, so they don't take it off off the check. So if I was 
a responsible, like a financially responsible adult, I would put money aside, but I don't do that. No, I don't think a lot of people, and not a lot of people have that option in the States because like tons of fucking people are just living paycheck to paycheck. You can't squirrel any away. Like, how the fuck are you going to do that? Anyway, uh, happy Independence Day to the United States. Greatest country in the world. You have successfully used your employment practices as a deterrent from me to move down there (laughs) and make money in trades because... Also, your gun, your lax gun control. Also, your... I'm okay with that because I like guns and I kind of want to shoot guns in the forest. I'm always like... So, I I like guns enough, I guess. I would like to shoot one someday. Yeah. Uh, But I'm also like... Like, I could move to the States. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not taking Noah with me to the States oh, because no. I don't want to like live in fear of him getting shot. To, like, I don't want to take my kid to a country where they put kids through live shooting drills in their schools. Yeah, that's a good call. That seems like a little, little much for a five-year-old to deal yeah. with. So, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I never thought about that because I obviously don't have a five-year-old, but I... You might someday. Like, you probably don't want that kid growing up in that country. Like, my whole thing is, with all the gun violence and shit, is you don't have to figure out how to stop people from getting guns so they stop killing each other. You have to just figure out why everybody wants to kill each other all the time. Because as a person, if, if somebody wants to kill me, they don't need a gun to kill me. They could just run me over or fucking stab me or something. As a person, I just kind of make it a rule of my everyday life to not give someone reason to murder me. Yeah, but I think so. It's it's part of it is that like you probably want to kill people a few times a day. Not kill. Okay. Maim. Maybe. Sure. Like injure. Insult, mm. possibly. <laughs> yeah. But you want to inflict harm on other people a few times a day. I don't know. Sometimes I'll like say something mean to somebody and then you could just see it on their face that that cut a little too deep that they're used to. And you're like, oh, this person isn't this person doesn't have an iron suit around his heart from being jaded for 30 years like I do. And he's actually just over posturing and his confidence is just an overcorrection because he's actually not confident and now I feel bad. Yeah, but if you had a gun, you could kill him and then you wouldn't have to feel bad about hurting his feelings. Yeah, but if I wanted to kill him, I could. I could just like... So I think that's the that's the thing. So part of it is that like people want to kill people and yeah. they're angry. But I think introducing a gun where it's like you basically like push a button... Oh, yeah. If someone else is dead. Like, it's a little too immediate, and you can act on that yeah, like it, initial flare. And it also detaches you from it, right? Like, yeah. it's like the it's the whole uh, people don't kill people, guns kill people. Did I fuck that up? I think I inverted that. But it's like, the gun's the one doing the killing. I'm oh, yeah. not doing it. I like, just pushed a button. Like, they did this, this, um, this uh, study. Well, I don't know if they did a study, or they just theorized that the further away you are physically from a person, the easier it is to kill them. Like knife fights are hard because you're face to face. Oh yeah. And then, but then if you have a spear, it gets a little bit easier cause you're like five, six feet away. Yeah. Then if you get a bow and arrow, it's like you could see them and you could tell they're a person, you could see their eye and you're like, oh, okay, but they're a bit further away. And then you get like a super high powered rifle where you're like half a kilometer away or even a kilometer away. Then is just like killing an object in the distance and it dehumanizes it. So in that essence, it is way easy. And it's also way faster. Like you're just like you said, pulling a button that's bang, then they're dead. Yeah. Like, so we, we watched beheading videos back in the glory days of beheading videos. See, and like, imagine having to go through that, like a person right in front of you and having to hear that scream. Whereas you have a sniper rifle. Yeah. And you, you might as well be shooting a fucking person on a TV, right? Like, yeah. Like, you do not have to deal with the immediate effects of their death. Yeah. Like, I hate to quote Roger Moore, but in his... James Bond? Wait. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> that was... Wait, who's the guy who makes all the movies? Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Okay. 
Oh, I was thinking Roger and me, Michael Moore. Anyway, so in Bowling for Columbine, he was talking about how they use bowling pins for target practice because of the shape of people and how somehow the Columbine shooters might have disassociated their victims from being people and turned them mentally into bowling pins. So, that, yeah, there's that whole thing where it's like it's easier to disassociate a victim from being a human being if you're using a gun. So anyways, the reason this all came up, sort of, before we went off on this wild, why the states, what? Well, we're at 55 minutes and we got to go to a movie pretty quick. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, oh, yeah, we're going to see a horror movie tonight. Um, what I just wanted to say, the whole reason we brought up the United States in general was, like I said, in Tempe, Arizona, there were six officers on July 4th going to get their pre-shift coffee from Starbucks and then an not an employee sorry a customer at that Starbucks said they were uncomfortable with the police being there and asked the barista if they could ask the police officers to leave and then the barista actually said could you either leave or move yourself out of the line of sight from this customer and that is fucking crazy to me. Like, on one hand, if you're uncomfortable with the police and you don't feel safe with the police, the worst thing you could possibly do is tell the police you're not comfortable with them and you don't want to look at them because that's immediately going to set up red flags with the police. They're going to be like, wait, why don't you want to see us? What's your problem? Are you a criminal? Yeah. <laughs> Are, Are you, you committing crime? Mischief maker. I just don't know why, like, so I'm assuming, I'm hoping that there was a specific thing, like, that the police were doing that made this customer feel unsafe. Like, not just that there were cops present, but that yeah. they were, you know, making racist jokes or being shitheads. And, like, given shooting the fact their was, guns in the Given air. the fact it was Arizona, probably not too far from the realm yeah. of possibility. Um, but it's fucking wild to me that... In the event that there wasn't a specific thing the cops were doing yeah. to make a person feel unsafe, that a Starbucks barista would ask cops to, like, you got to know, this yeah. is going to turn into a national media story in 2019. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, for me personally... Uh, there's no way I could go up to like six cops to be like, excuse me, officers, you're going to have to leave right now because you're making a uh, customer uncomfortable. Like I could see, and especially on July 4th, like the day when it's like, there's fucking like fireworks going off everywhere and they have to like, ah, oh, I don't know. It's just like, it boggles. Maybe it's just cause we're from Canada and maybe we're less scared of our cops. But every time I'm in a Starbucks and a cop walks in, I'm like, fuck, keep it together, act cool, it's the cops. Not because they're doing anything wrong, not because their presence is a problem, it's because I'm a, I was a shithead in my teenage years, and I didn't do anything illegal, but I did stuff where the cops are like, hey, fucking knock it off. And That's the like, funny thing now, is I like still, so I've been sober for three and a half years, yeah. but like, if I'm driving through a check stop, I still get fucking anxiety. I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, I know I'm going to pass the breathalyzer 100%. Yeah. Like I've not done anything mm -hmm. illegal, but just like seeing that still like spikes, spikes yeah, my blood like, pressure. Well, fuck. Like if it was a situation like that, it's like, fuck. But the other thing is the police, as far as I'm concerned, maybe it's because I'm older now. They're my friends. Like if I'm anywhere and I see six cops I'm like oh thank god I'm not getting fucking murdered anytime soon to be fair you are a white guy yes in Canada yes so there's probably a lot of people out there who do not even if they're your age yeah they do not feel like cops are necessarily their friends yeah I could see that like if this person was a visual minority and has had trouble with the cops in the past or even not like what was the situation recently where there was like uh, what's his name? You, uh, the uh, general manager of the Toronto Raptors was like 
carded by police or security or something like immediately following the Raptors win because oh, really? yeah because he's a black guy <laughs> like yeah. um and like and that is in Canada and it's just like it is fucking wild to me that it's not that well, sorry <laughs> I just outwhited all the white shit we were saying <laughs> earlier again um yeah and that that is a reality for a lot of people like whether you have a, a criminal history or not I think a lot of so there's there's kind of two people who become cops. There are the people who want to protect and serve. Yeah. And there's people with like a cowboy complex who want to go out there and fucking like take their shit out on minorities or the poor. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like those two. Ooh, this might be controversial. I feel like it's 50 50, honestly. Uh, people who become police officers, they either want to like serve their communities yeah. or they want to like, they have an authority complex and yeah, I think the only way to solve the police problem, like I'm not saying there is a police problem, but there's a lot of people who say there is a police problem. And for those people to solve the police problem, the best way to do it is to get more well, well educated emotionally stable people to be police like if there's if you have a role if you have a job and the people in that job are causing a problem the best way to get that job better is to get better people in that job true so i don't know i guess 40s a little old to be a cop well it's also like i feel like police officers is one of those professions where like they probably have trouble recruiting like you're oh yeah Whew. like they had to like the RCMP had to take a whole bunch of people from Britain so there's a bunch that's why there's so many cops with a British accent because they're having such hard time recruiting at home that they did a big recruiting drive overseas and also it's a job where fucking the people who like you don't talk to you and like the large portion of your interactions with the public as a whole is stopping people from causing shit and doing stuff that's wrong. Like, and you think about how many people just hate the police because they're the police and because they see them as a sort of barrier from them doing what they want to do. Yeah. The average pay for a police officer in the United States is $45,000 a year, which not a lot of money considering you're you are like in a dangerous position you what $45 when I was 20 $45 or like when I was in my early mid 20s 45,000 a year 45,000 a year in American dollars was a lot more than I was making true but you can you can go into that's the average pay for a police officer Across oh, the entire—that's not yeah. entry level. So you, yeah, you start out way. You probably less. start out at like thirty. Yeah. So here's a suggestion: maybe we stop because this is—it's publicly funded, right? Like yeah. it's taxpayer money. Maybe we pay better salaries to police officers instead of buying tanks. We up the salary for yeah. police, so we attract better people. Yeah, who would? people who would want to do that job and do it right, but are going somewhere else because they want to make because, more money. Yeah. It's like this. It's like the whole thing with the teachers. If you want better teachers, pay them more. And then people won't go be like research scientists. They'll be teachers instead. Yeah. You tell them Dale. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're at an hour and three minutes. We just went on like a huge tangent about all the problems with America and the police force. So, hey, you're welcome for solving your problems, America. Yeah. And if uh, you want to slide us some cash and get us to be consultants for your police department, I am definitely open to that. Yeah, I'm down. We have good ideas. I mean, even I'll do it for free. I'll tell cops how to make their lives better. No, I'd like some money, please. Okay, Derek will take money. I'll do it for free. Uh, I'm the smart one. <laughs> I'm the funny one. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, hey, thanks for listening to Outreach Factory, episode 95. Uh, I've been your co-host, Derek Bowling. You can find me on Twitter, at Herder. I've been your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can find me on the Twitter machine, at SuperDale. You can find us on Twitter or Facebook at blah, 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 dot com slash Outreach Fact Pod. Yeah. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us. 
Uh, tell your friends how great we are. Tell yeah. them how smart I am and how funny Dale is and how good looking we both are. And don't tell anybody that we don't actually know how dicks work. Yeah, please. That's <laughs> that's a point of personal embarrassment because I've had one for 38 years. Yeah. Still no idea how foreskin works <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, and until next week, stay angry.